Someone once told me that the finer points of devotion are about the size of a pinhole. But there's a million of them. And if you can connect each dot, then you've got a diagram of what you think you thought you knew. And if you're willing to admit you know nothing, you've got a blueprint for a breakthrough. Wow. That is impressive. And you say a friend said that to you and not you just read that off the screen right now? Totally read that off the screen. We're, we're well, bringing up the class. I don't, uh, I don't know how to follow with that. It makes me kind of wish that uh, I was on a podcast that gave away tons of prizes. Oh, wait. I am. Welcome to the Wave of Absurdity, the person who just gave you that. Well, I have to say, even though it was read off the screen, it was a invigorating, a mind-scrubbing beginning. That man is Owen. How are you? We can only go downhill from here. <laughs> no, no. It all goes downhill after O'Neill. That's what happens. Well, I'm sure you'll uh, berate me and uh, O'Neill later, but uh, for now going to tell you what this podcast is all about it's been a long time coming i think i don't know how long yes. it's been about two months it's been a ridiculous amount of time um and uh, this is the prize pool podcast we've got a whole bunch of prizes i'll quickly go over them uh we got payday the ea humble bundle mirror's edge burnout paradise call of Juarez the cartel dwarfs twenty dollars and a birthday card uh goat simulator the Ship, uh, Postal 2, R.I.P., and Star Wars The Old Republic 30-day uh, subscription game and trial or whatever. So you got all of that. Wow, that's that's a big prize. That is. That's got to be... It's got to be up there in the prize department. We've got we to be up there with major prize givers somewhere in the world. We have, we have broken onto a list... No, we we appreciate everyone involved in you making this. You say appreciate this. weird. Appreciate. Yeah, crazy American. Well, we certainly do enjoy the goodwill <laughs> of others. That has led us to our our <laughs> fortuitous collection of games that we will give away. So keep in mind that uh i'm gonna need your address if you don't want the 20 dollars in cold hard cash with a personalized birthday card then we'll figure something out so we have had a lot of entrance over a lot of tickets raffle tickets trinkets yes over a lot of tickets over the past season that's all you all you had to do to get in was really send an email about anything and a lot of you send some emails so we're very happy about that and that will be reflected in this podcast owen how are we going to select somebody to win all this marvelous stuff <laughs> well it's very simple throughout the podcast at random intervals we're gonna have a draft wow we're gonna have a draft uh, i've got everybody that entered uh, they are assigned a number we're gonna randomly generate uh, the number on random.org and uh, we're gonna do that four times so we're gonna get four people with, so the four people get a chance well, to win the have, great prize. Have, 
have more numbers than others due to being awarded more tickets. That's yes, that's correct. Uh, Phil that's decided right. to give tickets away trinkets willy nilly. Um, so some people have a bigger advantage than others, but hey, you should have emailed in more. Um, so when we have our four contestants, there will be three quick quote unquote mini games where Phil will be representing someone and I will be representing someone. And then we go and have a little challenge and uh, whoever wins that challenge gets their person put through and we do that three times until we have a winner. Fight! Very simple stuff. I'm excited. I um, am excited as well. I can't wait to get to the O'Neill bashing, so I don't know why. Just go do that now. Let's get it over with. Let's get the saltiness over with, I think, and then we can have a nice enjoyable podcast. All right. Well, technically, I was going to wait after, wait until after the first draft, just so you know, we give them a quick taste of who's going to be involved. So um, I will shame you, not O'Neill, because apparently O'Neill is a separate entity, which I will explain quickly. But why don't we do a quick pick so that somebody else will at least be jazzed up to listen to the rest of this podcast? Okay. Let me just quickly. Punch in the numbers real quick. I'll do a number crunch. Phil, number crunch real quick. Yes. 33.33 repeating. 43. All right, so I'm generating. (laughs) Why do you ask? 21. Okay, let's see who is the 21st. 21. Luckily, luckily, Uh, luckily, Tyler H. Tyler H. Tyler H. Are now considered contestant A. All right, pretty cool, pretty cool. Battle later on. Three contest of the brain. Only had one ticket. Really? Would you look at that? Well, everybody has an equal chance. So, <laughs> not really. Well, that's not how it works out. No, some people have a greater chance. It just so happened. That the one entry won the first draft. Let's move on to the part where I explain to people why. No, I'll explain to you how I made Owen a pussy, and I don't mean I <laughs> knitted him a little one and sent it to him for him. What to is? Play. It's like playground oh. rules. You're just gonna come well, up, hit me, and run away. No, I'm gonna come up, hit you. Laugh at you, try to get the girls to laugh at you, and if you try to do anything, maybe run away. I don't know. What happened was I had a challenge. Here we go. For Owen. Oh, no, wait. It's the challenge for O'Neill. For those of you that are yeah. new, it's this simple. Owen, even in private, even when we're just hanging out, playing games or whatever, Owen insists he continues the game to this day, to this moment that O'Neill is real. And I humor him. I humor him. It's an it's it's easier. I've found out in my relationship with Owen, it's just easier to humor his fractured personality. So I challenged him, an O'Neill challenge. I challenged O'Neill if he could call a a local pharmacy around here, get them to hold a random package, cough drops or whatever, and say that yeah, hold them for me. I'm O'Neill. I'll be there in a little bit. If they could get the, if he could get them to repeat that, yeah, I'm holding it for O'Neill, and they believe him, then O'Neill could have a feature. And if he lost, 
if the person called him out, like, are you fucking kidding me with that accent? Which obviously would have happened. Then nothing would happen. I would still Liar. be shitty. No, no, no. At first, Liar. I said O'Neal had to disappear forever. But then I switched See, this it. is the I'm... thing. This is what no, 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 once O'Neal gone. And now he's trying to say, oh, you know, it's... this was the challenge. It wasn't the challenge. Phil was explicitly said... If you lose the challenge, O'Neill goes forever. He already got rid of the recorder people. And now he wants to get rid of a of another human being? I don't even know why you brought the recorder up. That was for the better of the podcast. <laughs> no, and nobody nobody will disagree with that. How did we transition without it? <laughs> so I made this challenge to Owen. I tried to alter the prizes so that there would be no loss for him after conversing with him, which I believe I have a recording of, yes? So, uh, he declined, because he's too afraid, O'Neal. But I don't understand important. what's in it for O'Neal. He doesn't win anything. He gets it, a whole segment. But that ruins the dynamic. Yeah, again, with the dynamic. It's We're a trio, damn it. He comes and goes as he pleases. All right, well, then I ask you this again in the face of the podcast listeners. If we were capable of Edit. selling the... E <laughs> what? I can't tell if you're joking or if that's some sort of serious marker and I should just move on. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> all right, all right. So, yes. I have challenged O'Neill and O'Neill has declined because O'Neill doesn't feel confident enough to have his own segment. So, uh, if you have too much of a good thing, which O'Neill is a good thing, it ruins it. O'Neill doesn't gain anything from this. All right, what if O'Neill could gain something positive for the podcast in general? Not just for O'Neill, but I'm sure O'Neill, being the kind sort that he is, would want to do something to to benefit the whole the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few, yes? You don't understand that O'Neill is oh, your better half. <laughs> is he? So you're telling me my better half is comprised of your shittiest half? Wow. <laughs> All right, I just want you to break character, break the mold. I don't know. Who's, there's no character to break. All right, so we're going to move on with Owen in his place of pussulation we're gonna move right on you can uh, <laughs> obviously email in your disappointment this is better for the podcast because O'Neill doesn't get to go away will not take the challenge because O'Neill it's, it's nothing to do with that yeah, this is the best thing course. for the podcast because he shows up at the right time the best it's thing like for the Superman podcast. when you need him he arrives O'Neill can eat a bag of dicks as we move on to the next scheduled, scripted segment. Jokes and various other things from emails that I'm not entirely sure how we're presenting this because somebody at the last minute decided to categorize all the emails. <laughs> the nerve. Here's Owen with some emails. He says at the last minute, but uh, screw me for wanting to be prepared. You're supposed to be prepared before we're ready to record. We went over this, and I'm sure it's yes. on a recording somewhere. Phil just asked me, when are, when are you free? And I said, I'm free now. And then he starts ringing me, and he's like, are you prepared? I'm like, I was doing the prep work now. 
You're supposed to be prepared before the day of recording. <laughs> when were those rules put in place? It's this. Oh, you you usually give me. me a time frame, and then I. You are Satan, and I cast thee out! So we got some emails. Um, we got uh, a nice email from Lacey, who Tons has nice popped emails. the emo cherry. Uh, if you haven't even emailed in, feel free to email in contact at waveofobsidity.com. I realized, listening back to the last <laughs> podcast, it's embarrassing <laughs> that things are horribly screwed up. And I, I, I don't know how people actually email because we keep screwing it up. I think, Phil, you said contact at waveofobsidity at hotmail.com. Which is correct. Uh, we really need to just have a, a clip where we, you know, have a little jingle for the, the podcast uh, email and just put it in. I don't know why we open ourselves up to failure. Because you're um, <clears throat> trying to reduce as much work as possible for the editing and Set, having to put that in four or five times. How many podcasts you have you edited? Oh, well, I know I've got to add five extra minutes. I'd hear it. I'd hear about it. So, uh, Lacey wanted to mention how happy we sounded. <laughs> In the last two episodes, <laughs> the absence uh, of stress from trying to get the episodes up on time was clear as crystals. The tension wasn't there, and the vibe you threw off uh, was back to being, well, I didn't feel like you were going to hire an assassin on one another. <laughs> Wait till you see the fan art. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, uh, she had a uh, first joke. Uh, she says, my first joke was similar to Phil's eye cup. Spell right. attic while looking down your shirt. A T T I C. A titty I C. It was a good way to look down a girl's skirt. Skirt. Shirt. If you're looking down the shirt of a six year old, I could make that stab at you, Owen, but I believe no such thing. You're not a sexual deviant. No, of Thank course you. you're not. I, I appreciate that. Uh, we also got some fast jokes from uh, Aiden. The first joke I remember was uh, from my under-8s football coach. Yikes. Well, it's, it's great. Why was Cinderella bad at football? Why? Her coach was a pumpkin and she kept running away from the ball. hey And uh, Jack P... Uh, doesn't really have a joke, but... Damn it, Jack P. My first joke I actually heard was from my goat. She said bar, and then I said bar back, which made her try to headbutt me. <laughs> he might have said something not as funny. More so insulting in the language of goat. Uh, we also got a random email from Thomas L. Uh, and it has a question for you, Phil. Oh, what are okay. some words you hear from Owen that really annoy you? Uh, definitely going to have to put laddie up there. Laddie? Yeah. Uh, tis. You, you, tis. Tis is bad. Can I twas? Uh, sometimes you twas. Sometimes you tis when you should twas, and it throws me into a tizzy. Uh... Sometimes he calls me a double-eyed fartmeister, and I don't like that. <laughs> well, that's pretty tame to what you call me. Is it? And what would that be? 
a poncy little British cunt. <laughs> Jeez. I thought you were going to fluff that out a little, but no. <laughs> poncy little British cunt. So those were some of the, uh, the first joke uh, emails we got. I, I would like to read an email that I don't believe Owen included in his compilation. Well, I've got uh, other segments for Is Phil a Dick? Well, hang on. This is from and Kevin others. Collins. Do you have one from him? Uh, nope. Yeah. Uh, hi. I had a great time reading your website. It's easy to navigate and very appealing. Is what? it okay if you place a link to 3G, 4G Lite on your page? The website has a comprehensive listings of 3G and 4G programs with all the important fine print details. All right. Well, thank you, Kevin. Uh, that's a little weird, but you get a ticket. What? <laughs> All right. So that was funny to me. <laughs> Please continue. Uh, should we move on to Is Phil a Dick? Because we've got a, quite um, a good number of uh, responses. <laughs> yes. Turns out that if you ask somebody, are you a dick, that they really want to let you know. So we got one from uh, Jack P., uh, he was head-butted by a goat. Phil, you weren't a dick, in my opinion. Because that woman... Oh, we should say that uh, you were driving d- down a road and there was like a branch in the way. You stopped right. to get it out. This woman behind you, schnook, schnook, tried to <laughs> get you, to, <laughs> get you to move on. And then you uh, put that branch in front of her car, I believe. was yeah. the. Uh, but uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Justice. Uh, you well because okay, Phil, you weren't a dick in my opinion because that woman was being an asshole, straight up poop filled asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so you had every right to retaliate against her, but I you have are slashed her an fucking asshole. tires. You're right. Well, he says you're an asshole for trying to play Mario Kart in real life. Uh, Monique, in this scenario, you were not a dick, Phil. Uh, I mean, the woman didn't even bother to get out and help. And also, I'm glad my opinion matters to you so much. It is. It does. Emily P. I'd like to put my two cents in this whole is Phil a dick thing. I don't think it was a dick move. I think you were teaching the bitch a lesson. I think she skirted the fact that she still thinks I'm a dick. I just didn't perform a dick move at that time. Well, she needs to pull her head out of her ass and learn to be more patient. Mm. Amen. And I got one more from uh, Aaron. No, 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 no! You forgot the cheese man. Uh. Phil is not a dick. You live in Pennsylvania, dude. Bad driver, capital of the country, coupled with the worst roads. Indeed, they are. I don't Mr. think it's that bad. You should see where I live. No, 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 no. Well, in the country, I, if I said world, I meant country. No, all right. Tell me this. Can you go out and within five minutes of walking take pictures of horrendous, horrendous ditches in your road? Potholes? Sure. If, if that's what you still use to describe. Yes, yes, I can. The and there's one right up the street. Oh, so there's a little pothole. They're everywhere. Oh, oh, give me some tea. Is it a bit of a pothole? Anyway. We got fucking canyons, motherfucker. Canyons. Lacey also emailed in. She did. Both times, I agree with Owen. They were not dick moves. The second one was hilarious, by the way. Something I would have done. So they're all, they're all pro... 
pro Phil until we get to Aaron. Hmm. Aaron oh, yes. brings up both is Philodicks. The first one was when you were in Walmart, you, you left, and uh, the beeper went off, and you just kept walking for no reason. And he says, well, not, not yes. For no, not for no reason. Sorry. For no reason. <clears throat> not for no reason. Not for Let's no... look at Later the Later on in the podcast, hopefully... Let's look at the facts. Ugh. Imagine you were that old lady in Walmart. You're just going about your day, working a shitty job, greeting customers and stuff like that, and then some punk with a bad attitude who looks like he was just released from prison, walks through the sensor with a bag out to the parking lot, and then the alarms go off. Now, as an employee stationed at the front of the store, just just what? You don't know that he bought the stuff at a different register. So you ask to see his receipt, and you just storm off to your car. You don't want to get called in by management to report a stolen item. It just ruined your day, and the customer had to be had to do what he was. Um, you're just you're out there now. You're way uh, out there. All the customer had to do was simply show his receipt and be on his way. No, customer was just at the goddamn register. Just had his receipt generated literally ten seconds. Oh, that's all you had to do, though. Simply no, show no. a receipt. Put that on a big sign and say, "Look, this is a change to everything that you know." He says, "If you just showed a receipt, it would have been fine." But because you didn't, that's being a dick. Case closed. I didn't say anything to her. I didn't disrespect her. I just moved on. As for the second instance, Phil, you're still a dick. I mean, all you had to do was drag a little tree branch. I say branch, it was probably a twig. (laughs) And move move it off to the side. How hard is that? The old lady couldn't move it. She was probably breaking her hip. So as a responsible member of society, oh, I just can't say that with a straight face, you have the obligation to move that branch out of the way for other more important people. <laughs> My place was to move that, huh? And who, and who honks his horn after two seconds of not going with the green light? That is more dickish than any other is full of dick scenarios. Oh, man. You should be in a car... Uh... Well, I shouldn't say with me. You would hate having me in your car. It doesn't matter if we're talking or whatever. If you're driving and I'm in the passenger seat and you're looking at me while you're driving, I'll say something. Or if we're at a light and it's a red light and you're looking at me and talking, like as soon as the light turns green, I'm like, go, motherfucker. (laughs) See, I I would have to train you out of that. I would just don't I wouldn't move until you stopped. Okay, that's weird, but all right. I've had you don't. I will outdrive you and outpassenger you, son. I will outpassenger you. <laughs> no, if somebody's driving, you can't backseat drive. You know, you chose to get in the car with them. Well, so you yeah, sit sure, down sometimes. and you shut up. <laughs> then put it a put put a big sticker on your car that says that, or right over the airbag. Strap in and shut up. You, you just got to bug up your butt. You, I, I, I don't understand it. Nah, it's not bug up the butt. Do we have any more emails that we would like to highlight? Uh, we have... Oh, how could I forget? Aaron oh. also uh, commented on the Owen versus Phil. Uh, that was a scenario from April. Uh, if I would get a million dollars. 
if either Owen or Phil would go through all my stuff for 24 hours, would you do it? Oh, yes. And who would you pick? And he says, I would naturally choose Owen. Naturally. I mean, we all have our personally kinky shit on our PCs, and I think Owen, being the sexual deviant that he is, would get his jollies off with some stuff that I have on my hard drive. I wouldn't even have to delete anything. <laughs> I know he would be a very happy little penguin <laughs> after a couple of hours on my computer. Phil would probably just be all, would be a narc and report me. Hey. Knowing Owen, he would keep my stuff secret and we would probably work out a deal where exchange a few things. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> I love it when people type in wink, wink. It's the best. Uh, well, we might... The next segment, the chair debacle, sort of keeps in with Aaron, so... Uh, Your little email lover. Well, he does say that... Uh, you masturbate to his emails? He is deeply disappointed that Phil kept rudely interrupting me when we were talking <laughs> about the prizes and the trinkets. He just says, don't worry, Owen, I like your terminology. Hear that, Phil? It's wave of Whatever. absurdity, Trinket. not wave of Phil's wordity. <laughs> Brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. And uh, th- there's a huge chair debacle going on right now. This is the big question of of the year about, you know, does Phil owe me uh, a chair? And oh. actually, Aaron R. has comprised a, a paragraph of evidence, which I will be <laughs> linking on my uh, Facebook fan page and in the video description. Uh, I'm not going to read it here now because it's a bit... Yeah, I'm a bit sorry, long. I'm almost positive that Aaron is actually the pseudonym of a lawyer that Owen hired to send him <laughs> these emails because it's a very litigiously constructed email, I noticed. Uh, timeline references. Um, He's very thorough, and I appreciate this wholeheartedly, Aaron. I, I hope appreciate you win the it in one sense, and in the other sense, it makes me worry that I've broken a law. So uh, feel free to check the description of the video or check out the uh, the, the fan page and uh, you can see the evidence that he has comprised against Phil. And uh, I will soon be starting uh, a procedure against Phil. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. I think it's time for a second draft. All right. So we had, who was the first one? Justin. Tyler. <laughs> Tyler, Justin Tyler. All right, so I've rolled number 37. Let's see who lucky 37 is. It's Nick! Nick. Just Nick! Just Nick, okay. So Tyler and Nick going to the Terror Dome. Also, fun note, Nick, only one entry. Again... You should probably not bring that up. <laughs> uh, all right. I'd like to touch upon a piece of news sent in to us. Sent in to us by a person whose email has gone off my radar. I am sorry. Do not credit this news story. It's Owen's fault. So I'm just going to read the tagline here. A man has been caught having sex with cows while his mate filmed him. The pair were arrested after a farmer installed surveillance cameras at his Herkimer County, New York State property when his livestock started behaving strangely. 
the farmer who had not been named, because, you know, you don't want to be associated with tainted cows. (laughs) Uh, He became concerned when his cows started acting, quote-unquote, nervously around him and producing less milk. Uh, The reason for the animal's odd behavior became apparent when the farmer reviewed overnight footage. To his horror, he he found that he had recorded at least one man fornicating with his cows as another wielded a video camera. (laughs) Wielded, jewel-wielded camera. (laughs) Filming your penis in a cow. (laughs) Michael Jones, publicly shamed, 35, and Reed Fontaine, publicly shamed, 31 have since been arrested on charges of misdemeanor sexual misconduct. (laughs) Fontaine is accused of having intercourse with multiple cows while Jones filmed him. Now, you're a judge. You're sitting on the bench. You're presiding over a case. Somebody has just, in a perhaps very irony manner, a very litigious manner, described a videotape that you just saw of a man having sex with multiple cows. How do you, how do you deal with that with a straight face and not just be like, look at the dirty cow fucker. (laughs) I got footage of it. Your pal, he filmed it. I honestly, I don't know what the world's coming to anymore because a couple of weeks ago I saw uh, a video. Uh, (laughs) I don't want to know where this is going. But uh, the headline grabbed me and it was... Uh, a fish given fellatio to a man yes. while his friend held it. <laughs> See, one friend to hold it, another friend to film. Yes, and I don't, I don't, I, what, what, why are people bringing their friends to this? I don't know. Is it, at what level, at what level of intelligence in, in mammals and in fish, amphibians, if you got a snake to suck you off, is that animal <laughs> torture? I mean, do they know? Or are they just like, ah, ah. Well, that fish didn't look happy. No, well, no. But I bet you somewhere in its name is the word sucker. <laughs> like big mouth bass sucker. I don't know. But that was that's a fucking That's blaming the video. victim, Phil. Or a sucker <laughs> in the name. <laughs> Terrible. I didn't ask for this just because I'm named Sucker. <laughs> Oh, shit. Dangerous grounds. I'm looking at this news article, which has some generic picture of cows, but the the caption underneath is, Cows similar to the ones at the center of sexual misconduct allegations. There's not sexual misconduct allegations. There's video footage of somebody fucking a cow. (laughs) The alleged sexual misconduct. Moo! Moo! We started the podcast off so classy. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I knew in advance when I read this article that at some point I was going to have tears in my eyes from laughing and then I'd be shouting moo. <laughs> and it's come to fruition. <laughs> I know. I am frankly satisfied. We could stop right now. And be fine. I'd this is going to be your permanent life history. It's going to be out there on the internet, just for everyone to listen to. 
I know. In the future, when my son is trawling through the wasteland <laughs> oh, of, that'd the be Skynet, brilliant. of the Skynet world, and he finally gets a, a firm comm link to the central database, and he decides to look up any information on his old man, <laughs> he might get a little snippet of me going, Moo! Moo! <laughs> And realized that we were better off when the computers destroyed humanity. <laughs> you got an odd sense of the future. I love the future in my head. It makes life that much easier. So, thank you for sending in that cow news. I believe, Owen, you might have a cow addendum at some point if we get to it. Did you say you had cow sex news? No. Oh, pity. I was hoping. <laughs> We're, uh, I brought fish sex news to the table. What more do you fish want? Fish sex. Fish sex. That's what it was, not cow sex. <clears throat> fish sex. All right. Uh, I believe next on next on the agenda is what has pretty much become the center, I believe, the rock of our Swain podcast. Johnson? The foundation. <laughs> Don't ignore that. I am. It is time for Master Debater. What do you think the chances are, Owen, that somebody knew this is this is the first podcast of ours that they're listening to? I imagine, in my mind, it's like ninety percent uh, listeners have already heard stuff before, and it's only going to be a small. 10% of people that were there like, oh, let me check this out. This is the first one I click on. You really how think you... they would have stayed this no. far? Still, how would you describe Master Debater to <clears throat> a neophyte? Well, it's basically an absurd debate. We find topics that have no real worth in the, in the world, and we just uh, go at it like two rabid dogs, basically. It's very that simple. love each other in the butt area. Some uh, famous ones, I guess, from previous past uh, podcasts is left versus right. Very difficult. <laughs> Everybody loved that one, and that's Strange. all I can remember. So yes, uh, we also did um, littering. I believe in season one. Uh, is littering is it trash or is it enhancing nature or is it part of nature? I don't know. There are many. <laughs> beautiful and disgusting master debaters in our history public master debaters if you would like to classify us that way um i believe the one we are going to do was suggested in one of the many movies or i should say the wave of absurdity documentary train the train ride that owen and i and a bunch of other passengers are on a shitload of documentaries i believe we illegally say? stream documentaries and commentate over them. It's brilliant. We are modern day pirates. Yar. We're breaking all the rules. So, um, yeah, I don't know who uh, suggested this. I'm sorry. I didn't write down yeah. your names. I just wrote down the suggestions. Yeah, because we're just used to stealing things. Well, you are, normally. In conjunction with Owen. So... The, uh, the master debater for this week is oral versus suppositories. Ah, yes. Not oral versus supper, 
as I wrote down for some weird, <laughs> weird, weird reason. I don't. <clears throat> for those of you, probably in grade school, that don't know what a suppository is, that is Latin for up the butt. Sometimes it's easier to take medicine due to the, uh, what's the science reason? The There's quicker access to your bloodstream in the bare walls of your anus or something like that. Well, save it for the debate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, I'm just saying that's that's what it is. All right, uh, so. Generate. <laughs> yes, let me do that, master. So we go back to random.org and generate... Phil is odd, I am even, and uh, whoever wins that gets to pick what they're for, and we generate again, and whoever wins that gets to pick who goes first. So generating 59, Phil, you get to choose. Um, it's, it's what I know the people want. They want to hear you argue for suppositories. I'm going oral. I am an oral master. Three weeks he's been waiting for that. Three weeks Oral, and no payoff. baby. Oh, it's paid off. You don't know what I'm doing. All right, generating again. 48. Oh. It's coming up, Owen. It's coming up. Everything's coming up, Millhouse. I think. Everything's coming up, period. I <clears throat> will let Phil go first, because that's always how <laughs> my voice is going. Phil. I don't know if I've, I've gotten to a point where I was going to go whether you wanted them, wanted me to or not. Whoa. All right. So it comes... My voice, what is wrong? <clears throat> it comes down. We have two one-and-a-half-minute rounds, and then we have a final closing minute to uh, totally destroy Phil with. So uh, whenever you're ready, uh, Phil. Yeah, I haven't had the timer since uh, oh, my I've phone got the reset timer. about four episodes ago. Okay. <clears throat> We are the champions. Are you, are you going? Right. Huh? Are you going? Oh. Three. I was psyching myself up. Mama said, knock you out. Uh, I'm going to knock. I'm ready. Three, two. Why are you counting down? Just like, what was done with my voice? <laughs> <laughs> it's like throwing wood in the fire. Three, dying. two, die. Medicine, as you know, ladies and gentlemen, is very important. Some people take medicine just to survive. Now, a big part of medicine is in how you take that medicine. And how do you take that medicine, I hear you ask. How do you take that medicine? Is me pretending to be you asking that question from afar. There's multiple ways to take the medicine is what I would say to you if you and I were conversing. And that is how I will now progress with the rest of my argument. You can take it one of many ways. You can get a needle, a painful needle in the arm, traumatic experience, invasive. You're jad with a needle. Uh, you can take it up the ass. There's a way to take medicine that involves you leaning on your side, on a table, and the equivalent of somebody stuffing a walnut up your ass using their thumb and a jackhammer. So, that's another option. Uh, or, I don't know, swallow a pill, 
Drink some liquid. <laughs> Which would you prefer? Which would you prefer? If it is anything other than the oral method, chances are you didn't even need to go to the doctors. You are just replacing... Time. What? <clears throat> Time. That was a minute and a half. Huh. <laughs> yeah, didn't realize well how passionate I was about that. All right. I'll take my time now. Uh, that was just complete and utter fluff. Complete and utter fluff. So why why would you go for the pill route? Huh? Why, would, why would you do that? I wouldn't do that. Do you want to know why I wouldn't do that? Because as Phil so graciously said... It gets to your pain quicker. When you're in pain, when you're dying, let's say there's a tree that's crushed you and the emergency services are like, yeah, we'd rather use this method and it takes a bit of a, you know, it takes half an hour longer to do. Or we can use this quick method, get you up, you'll be jogging a marathon in no time. You would want to go for that option. I don't know why you would want to go for the pompsy slow option. If you're taking a lot of pills... You have the uh, the horrible chance of overdosing. You can inhale the pills. Oh, oh, they're going down into your stomach. Nope. Now they're rattling around in your lungs. No chance of that happening with a suppository. It's not painful. I've had one. I remember. I was four years old. It made me feel like I wanted to poop, but I was playing the Sega Genesis. It was easy. So you just distract yourself from what's happening. Was it uncomfortable? <laughs> Uh, a little, I but after I, a while... It's a very it, uncomfortable mental image. Oh. It goes away. You just lube it up. Ah, <laughs> oh, sorted. Done. Uh, you can also make it an event. You know, you go in, you take a pill, you swallow it. If you don't choke, that is. You know, what? where's the fun in that? But with a suppository, you can add... Time. <clears throat> All right. I will now induce my rebuttal. Uh, Okay. Sure, 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 sure. If you're dying, what have you got to lose? Take one up the chuffer. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, in everyday life, when you're offered some medicine, you just... I, there's, I, I, sure, you got something rectal going on, you want it to go right to the source, up the butt. Uh, digestive, up the butt. Head cold, down the mouth. Um... And I think because that is more common. All right, how about this? How many suppository commercials do you see on TV? How many suppository ads do you see while you're browsing hardcore bondage? Hmm? These questions I ask you as a common human being. Uh, wow. Overdose? I don't know. Sure. Yeah, all right. You can overdose on any medicine, and not choking is a good thing, but... I'm sure, I'm sure there's ways to malfunction sticking things up your ass. I'm no expert like my opponent on sticking things up your ass, but I would wager a guess that there's inherent dangers, just like choking. There's, you know, there's a form of ass choking that's not known to many people. Um, just a, a compression of the diaphragm and rectal muscles. Uh, you can choke on your ass air. It's unpleasant. And Time. Is. Okay, I would take my one minute thirty rebuttal now. Okay, well, he doesn't really destroy any of my arguments. <clears throat> he only confirms them. Let, let's talk about pills quickly. Pills taste bad. Okay, they 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 inherently taste bad. You put them on your tongue. 
oh no, you haven't got a drink in time, or you're trying to just trying to swallow it without a drink, and then they start melting on your tongue, and then they stick on your tongue, and then you're walking around like a lunatic with your tongue stuck. You know, <laughs> you don't want to do that. If you have suppositories, it's just quick, done, simple things. <laughs> nice, are easy. nice sound effect for that. <clears throat> well, my voice keeps going. Uh, you, you you can get the coated pills for pussy mouths, but uh, you know. You don't want to be known as the pussy mouth man. <laughs> well, maybe you do. <laughs> but in this instance, you don't. Because it's, you know, it's the easy way out. Um, like I said, you can make an event. You know, people, we've got a lot more free time on our hands. And, you know, people don't know how to spend it. So if you've got, like, an event coming up, like, you know, stick in the suppository, you can lie down, you know, maybe get some candles going. You know, and after you've done the, the bit, maybe you can do other things while you're in the mood, you know. It's... <laughs> Stop laughing. Suppository. (laughs) Shut up. It's more comfortable. You can lie down. You can stick it in. You don't have to be standing. Say if you're you're a bit head dizzy, you know you can't get up to go and get your pills. With this, this eliminates that need. Time. All right. I'll take my time now. More comfortable. I'm sorry, I don't know if I could continue debating with an opponent that finds insertion of something into the anus a more comfortable way of getting medicine to your body than swallowing something in a glass of mom's warm milk. I am disturbed and offended to be a part of this master debater. That being said... Uh, if you have enough free time where you can experiment on sticking things up your ass and lighting candles, then you can affect a southern drawl such as I'm starting to and master debate men in another country. You should not have that much free time. <sighs> uh, pills taste bad. Sure, 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 sure. They're not candy, though. Shouldn't be doing it for recreation. Just like you shouldn't be sticking things up your ass for recreation without explicit consent from your doctor and your preacher. Three seconds. What? You got three seconds. Go. Well, why would you interrupt me to tell me I have three seconds to go? <laughs> Time. No. <coughs> I asshole. said. I said three seconds. Go. Oh. I stopped the timer, then I started again, and that's how you used your last uh, three seconds. Well the Southern part of me is upset. I, so. <laughs> I would take my closing minute now. Well, he he really hasn't done anything. Um, he's talking about insertion. What do you do with a pill? You insert it into your mouth. You know, it's it's all insertion when you look at it like that. Uh, suppositories, the quick things, you know. It's a quick pain relief. You can recover faster. You know, it's not painful because you can just lube it up. You can make it an event. You can fill your time. You could center your life around this joy. You know, you want to feel good. That's how suppositories work. You know, they make you feel good. They get it to you quick. That's what you need. Pills. They get stuck. They can go into your lungs. You'll be rattling around like a loony. You could die. Uh, you got the, the bad taste. You don't, again, don't want to be walking around. You don't want to be doing that. Uh, it could affect your gag reflex. You know, some people have a horrible gag reflex and they can't take pills. So what's their alternatives? The almighty suppository. It, it's, it's a very clear cut from where I'm, I'm sitting. And uh, I hope you agree with uh, Owen. Phyllis Hitler. <laughs> Footnote. Bring in the old Hitler back. I'm going to do something unheard of. Admit defeat? That has not occurred during any master debater. Admit defeat? Present or future. 
And it's only because I'm feeling saucy. I'm going to get something to drink. I'll be right back before I take my final. What? Ah, you heard me. Taking off those headphones. Sorry. What? Allow me to resume my southern persona. What are you doing? As I take my final, I believe. (laughs) You already had your final minute. Did I? (laughs) I seem to have misplaced my glass as well. Sorry, I've ruined what? The debate's over. Aha! Vote for Phil. (laughs) (laughs) Here it is. There we go. Yes, well, I believe you have been subsequently destroyed. (laughs) Sorry. I have to compress my fun and time here. I'm sorry. Did you leave to get a pill? (laughs) No, I was thirsty. Well, it would take a minute. Uh, what, what are you on about? Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> email in. At contact at waveofabsurdity.com. Now, we're sort of going on sabbatical until schedules can be aligned. But we will most certainly get to this master debater and the results of the previous master debater. They will be first on order. Once we return. Yes? Uh, correct. Yes. So I think we should do the uh, the third draft now. Uh, I have Would You Rather in place of that. However, we could easily throw that after the draft. Well, be- because you uh, screwed it up and we need a fourth draft, I think it's best to do it now. The Would You Rather or the draft? No, th- we're doing the third draft right here. Right now. Right here. Right Right now. now. Generate 36. (laughs) Who's number 36? It's Jack P. Jack to the motherfucking P. Well done being randomly selected. Do you have how many uh, tickets he has? It looks like he has... One. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Well, as some of you may remember, part of Wave of Absurdity's past, <clears throat> would you rather, would Owen rather, oh, Christ. This is a bit of a throwback. Uh, we used to do this until we realized it was very clunky, a very clunky thing to do. Uh, would you rather questions, very popular Uh, if you've had any friends and what I have done (laughs) is selected three would you rather questions answer them to the best of my ability in the manner that I think Owen would answer and one day I will achieve all three (laughs) correct answers now I have oh shit what's the password I have uploaded (laughs) a passworded text file Onto his fan page, PC Gamer nine nine nine. Ah, and the password is Chills C H I L L S. If you want to play along at home, I'm going to ask Owen the questions, get his answer, then read you what I wrote in that text file. Are you ready, Owen? Yes, I'm excited. We haven't done this for a while. Okay. 
Uh, I'm going to read these out of order in the text file. Suddenly I'm inspired to do this one first. Would you rather, Owen, have the voice of Pee Wee Herman and be an impeccable dresser every hour of the day, or the voice of Morgan Freeman, but dress terribly to the <laughs> point where people hate to look at you every day? <laughs> what? Why would they hate to look at me? I don't... I mean, because I've never seen anybody terribly. so scruffy that I've gone, Oh, Jesus! You dress Cover terribly. yourself! You're a pain to look at. <laughs> I physically exude pain into people's corneas. <laughs> look. People look at you and they go, Ah! That's the best I can describe. <laughs> That's my Pee Wee Herman voice. Yar. They turn into pirates. Okay, well... It's interesting. Uh, do I want to be loved by society? It is an interesting. <laughs> That's the joke. Yes. I mean, uh, this is a sort of a would you rather from Phil's side because he's got a pretty good voice, but I'm sure he dresses like a scuff. So <laughs> I'm sure this is just a projection. Your own fantasy, really. Okay, all right. Well, uh, then I'll be more interested to hear your answer now. I, I I could do a lot of work with a voice. I mean, I, look how far I've come on this voice. So, you know, an even slightly better voice. I could do a, a whole lot more. And mm -hmm. Screw if people like me or not. So uh, go for the Morgan Freeman. All right. I will now read what I have answered for you. If I had the voice of Morgan Freeman, I wouldn't need to leave the house. I could just Skype and work and order from home and never have to have anyone see me in my clothes. However, then I wrote, or you might say, I can always use a voice changer and you will pick the Pee-wee voice. So, got that wrong. <laughs> well done. Second one. Would you... Owen, rather kill your best friend or personal idol and get one million dollars or whatever the hundred thousand pounds or <laughs> be killed. However, with your death, you would end world hunger and be immortalized forever. I'll kill my best friend. I mean, who cares, right? Okay, you don't want to flesh that out a little for the sake of the podcast? I mean, well, okay. I die, so uh, what's the point of solving a problem if I'm not, you know, there to revel in it, you know? Because you would be one of the few people that would be immortal. Ah, ah. silly. Uh, <laughs> that's, you know, that's people, selfish. I, I, I would rather, I mean, sure, I would lose a friend, but I could just buy another. <laughs> you know, I can always buy another podcasting friend, so... Okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote, Owen will make some lame joke about me being his best friend. He will judge whether I'm worth not having a million smackaroos to find me lacking and have me destroyed. I feel strongly that he will throw a curveball and say he wants his name immortalized and find some way to not be killed until later on in life. He would want his name to live on more than having one million dollars. Holy Christ, is that the complete opposite of what you have stated? <laughs> you don't know me at all. Oh, 
No, you have to understand that I'm also trying to answer in the way that I think you will answer because you don't always answer from the gut. Sometimes you mix things up just to fuck with this whole thing. <laughs> you do, which is why I specifically constructed this last one. This will redeem me. I constructed it. I didn't just rip it off a website like, oh, so many other ones or read it from a book. I just had a thought about the first part and then added a second part. Are you ready for this one? Which immediately renders the first two inadequate and in, this one's the only important one. No, no, you can't say that. Yes, best because I made it up. I made it up thinking of it's you. It's best out of three. All right. Would you rather have a toilet seat? Seat. <laughs> seat. <laughs> Would you? <laughs> Fuck off. Oh, Christ. <laughs> I love toilet seats. Shh. <laughs> well done, Phil. Bumble, bumble. <laughs> toilet seats. Stop. Hey. All right. <clears throat> Which you? <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> Would you... <laughs> Yeah. Rather have a toilet seat <laughs> stuck to your butt for a week or a jar of lube stuck to your hand for a week. Uh, Keep in mind, I constructed this thinking of your response to both very, very much. I spent like five minutes in the shitter <laughs> thinking about this and how you would answer. I pride myself on the answer to this one. Can we have your answer, please? So there's a toilet seat stuck to... <laughs> <laughs> Chitter, chitter, chitter. That was that on purpose. So there's a toilet seat stuck to my ass. Is that what you're saying? Because I was yes. laughing too hard the first time. Yes, as if you sat down, uh, somebody crazy glued the shit okay. onto your ass. So, so I'm not glued to the toilet, it's just the, the steet. Correct. You, okay. can, you can dispense with the steets. So, oh, well, or I got lube. Now, is it an infinite uh, pot of lube? No. So conceivably... Just go off of the information that you have. So I could basically squeeze it all out, unscrew the lid, put some vodka or something in it, you know, paint over the, the tube so you don't see, you know, it's a lube logo. And have a constant vodka stream at my disposal. How great would that be? Or I could have this this deed. If there's any pros for that, I guess if I'm sitting down on a bench, you know, people can't. Uh, it'd be a lot uh, softer. I don't have to worry about jams. You know, you don't have to worry about getting a wet ass if I sit down somewhere. Ha <laughs> ha! Wet ass. He's got a wet ass. Because um, that's what happens when you have a wet ass. Little kids follow you around and call I you I could wet put ass. wheels on it and go sledding. You know, there's so there's fun to, to be had yeah, there. Uh, you could build a computer onto the jar stuck to your hand. I'm just it's, saying, equally ridiculous. Continue. Um. Hmm. I mean, well, both have their the pros. Vodka stream, 
or just, you know, a week of being a kid, sliding down hills. Um, just oh. pick one, for the love of Jesus H. Almighty. Oh, oh, we do fluff it out a little bit. <laughs> we don't need any more fluff now. All right, well, the steed is very appealing, so I'm going to go for the vodka stream. Vodka stream. What stream of vodka? Ah, oh, the lube. Ah. Because I would take it all out, paint over the logo, put vodka in it. Ah. Uh, I wrote, Owen will surely say, I'd be using the lube anyway. Might as well keep it handy. I swear to God, if he says he picks the toilet seat for the ease of shitting anywhere, then he is a filthy, cockmongering whore. So, I'm glad there is some good that came out of all of this. And that's that we agree that you'd be much better off with a can of lube in your hand than you would be with your ass on a toilet seat. Bring on the draft. <laughs> your reasons were completely wrong there. Okay, that's fine. I got to say my little joke. Okay. Third draft. <laughs> it's, wow. It's, it's a shit joke. That's fine. Uh, no, I liked it. <laughs> You're doing okay there, bro. You're doing okay. Thanks. All right. Uh, the fourth draft. The final fourth draft. It's It's been very lucky. It's not. For the, the third three people. What are the three people, then? Uh, let me... We got Tyler. Right. Uh, Jack P. Nick. And Nick. Where is Nick? Oh, yes, Nick. So, yes, the fourth draft. Again, like I said, it's, it's sort of odd that uh, people with only one entry have managed to secure the spots. Hopefully that doesn't happen again. Let's generate. Boop. 37. So one above what we had last time, I think. Strange but true. Let's... Nope. 37 was Nick. <laughs> so what does that mean? Uh, re-roll? So re-roll again. Right. 58. Do, 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 do. Thomas L. You sent in an email today. Congratulations, you're the fourth pick. L. Tyler, Nick, Jack P, and Thomas L. You shall be represented in podcasting battle today. So before we get to the big podcast off, uh, we still got a few things to get through. I did want to quickly mention that we got uh, a pretty sweet uh, drawing uh, sent uh, in the uh, the email today. Um, if you want to see that, go to the Facebook fan page or I'll upload it and link it in the underbar. I think it's pretty sweet. So thank you. Uh, you had your name as Hobo, but... Uh, yeah, we'll just call him Hobo. So thank you very much for that. That was pretty freaking sweet of you. Indeed and, uh, it was. Hope you check out the image. Uh, all right. In the recent weeks, the recent podcast, the... Phil's a dick feature well, that's that's super recent um, I have a quick story that will perhaps shed some light on my previous walk away from the lady at security it's because you stole there before I myself perhaps I mentioned to you Owen at some point um, in my 20s 
I worked for well, I worked in various capacities as security, loss prevention, um, and at the time, twenty two, twenty three, I worked at a very popular mall in Northeast Philadelphia, Franklin Mills Mall. I worked in a large outlet store. Uh, I worked in the capacity of loss prevention at the time of the story. I was already working there for two years, and it's the kind of thing where you watch people if they shoplift, you stop them and. You know, call the police or give them a fine and send them on their way. Uh, I had seen this woman, what I feel, take some rings. Okay, You're supposed to see a very specific set of circumstances before you're allowed to stop them. But nobody ever followed those rules. So I stopped this, this elderly woman because it looked like she stole some rings and her and her daughter did not want to leave uh, the store to come with me. They just wanted to get to their car and leave. You know, I identified myself. I wanted to ask about these stolen rings. They're like, nope, nope, nope. Go into their car. The dude, this new guy that I was working with jumped onto their car, rode the car down to the end of the friggin' street or whatever, the end of the parking lot. All this, this huge legal problem there was shoplifting there was assault the, the lady ended up getting arrested there was all this stuff and i was never actually sure that this woman actually picked up rings because <laughs> when i saw her we had this very old clunky system we were just late getting into the year 2000 as far as technology on film what i had recorded was what looked to be like rings in her hand that's pretty good zoom in shot and then she's in the store for like five minutes she meets up with her daughter and she's just kind of playing with the rings in her hand and then right before she leaves she jams them in her pocket um so big mess and i can't begin to tell you how many years that that shit went on there was several different criminal proceedings there were several different uh civil suits that they had brought against the company and me and shit um so it was a big mess uh, but the point I'm getting at is that despite not having, like, they took my word previously. Like, yeah, I saw her enter the store. I saw her pick up those rings, and I saw her purposely conceal them. Um, I lied. I lied in court. <laughs> what the I fuck lied in all this. I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude, at court, I, it was fucking sucked in the big old courthouse. They had, for their civil trial, they had one of those TV attorneys was like, holy shit, I'm being grilled by Alan Rothenberg. This is awesome. <laughs> Attorney of law, I've seen you on TV. Um, but, like, I had to play the tape and describe everything that was going on. And, like, uh, you work there? Yes. You worked at this time? Yes. And you saw her select those rings? Yes. You saw her enter the store and select those rings? Yes, I did. And then I was able to explain away why I couldn't record immediately because of the clunky camera. But, yeah, I was just winging it. So, and I took that shit many years in the end she won but i on film i i definitely had suspicious behavior on film so what i'm getting at is that don't stop for security because they <laughs> this can, they could be scumbags and so, just lie <laughs> you've blown my mind well, i'm so, sorry to and justify that is a super condensed what version. you did you're using yourself an example because you were justified. a dick then 
I'm not, and that's not even the dickish thing I did there. But anyway, the no, no, I'm not trying to justify myself via, you know, like, oh, this is what could happen. Simply that it's it's a convoluted notion that here you are stopping me after I was quite visibly at the counter. Uh, if you're willing to send an old lady to what stop me because. You what? can't stop me. <laughs> well, yeah, nobody can do anything. And it was pretty lawless back in the day. I don't know what it's like now. But again, that dude's jumping on people's fucking cars. They left. It's funny. They came back. They came back with the husband and the son-in-law who wanted money for the scratches on his hood. And then we called the police and had them arrested. Oh, man, it was fucked up when the dude was on their car. I could hear the woman driving. Hold on. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Just speeding off. That dude later went on to steal my identity and open a bank account and a credit card in my name. So take take out of that what you will. Damn. Uh, yeah. That's uh just oh so many people it was weird it was literally like you could steal some rings but i could i could just be like yeah each of those rings is worth 89 dollars you've committed a felony because you took 10 of them even though they say they're 2.99 a piece sorry you've just committed a felony and it'll be on your record forever fucking up your life that's my decision not some law enforcement agent a private citizen tell me that's not fucked up glad i was on the right side of that Whew. so never ever put phil in a position of power basically <laughs> I, that's why he doesn't edit the podcast because he'll do all sorts <laughs> of funky shit at the same uh place that i worked in the mall when one of the black domes fell off the camera um it was a very busy day there was a little boy and his dad and his dad was very interested in the furniture he was looking in but the little boy is looking up at the camera, which is exposed, and I'm shaking it to the left and the right. So the boy shakes his head, no, to the left and the right. And I see this, and then I shake the camera up and down in a yes motion. The boy shakes his head in an up and, up and down motion, yes. So we do this little game. The kid's obviously entertained by this. Uh, after several times, he pulls on his dad's hand like, look, look, look. His dad turns around. Kid points at the camera. The dad looks at the camera, kind of nods a little bit because, again, the black dome's hanging off. And the kid shakes his head. I don't do shit. <laughs> Just let that kid get yelled at by his dad. <laughs> what the fuck, man? <laughs> well, it was like a personal little moment. I say he got yelled at by his dad, but I'm sure it's was just like, man, that camera ain't do nothing. <laughs> I'm so glad you don't have a job of power. <laughs> Sorry, that whole debacle of everything that had to do with that case um, the multiple criminal and civil trials that's what pretty much formed my opinion of people despite my involvement despite the fact that I was kind of the catalyst for the entire thing it just soured me to legal proceedings people involved in law in general it was just, just a horrible horrible smelly affair I had enough of going to court and all that. I think it just shows your persona. You you would willingly abuse power. And I, I willingly abuse power. I lied to maintain <laughs> an aura of innocence. There's a big difference. <laughs> hmm. 
Mm. <laughs> Big difference, yes. I wasn't trying to exert power over this woman. You're willing to fuck over people. Over something she you didn't know. Was probably a, still. I never 100%. knew. I never knew. I never got a chance to ask her. It takes 20 seconds to get from the office down to the vestibule that they were leaving. And John was on the floor. He was on probation. He should not have stopped them. But he did. And he didn't recover the rings. That bitch stole. She stole. We all know she stole. I just didn't have the evidence I needed. Contact at waveofabsurdity.com if you would like to put Phil in a position of power. Email in. (laughs) Or if you work for the Franklin Mills Mall and have realized I've committed a horrible legal gaffe by admitting culpability, finally, in such a tremendous legal proceedings that lasted as long as, like, 2005 from something pre-9-11. Okay, so at some point in the podcasting world, I did a mouthfill where I read a joke that my aunt sent me. She later told me that that joke was from Reader's Digest. I thought, let me check out some jokes from that site, since people liked it. Uh, I'm going to read them. Somewhere. They're here. A husband asks his wife, You never argue when I get mad at you. How do you always control your anger? I clean the toilet, she replies. How does that help, he asks. She replies, I use your toothbrush. A man says to a friend, my wife is on a three-week diet. Oh, yeah? How much has she lost so far? Asks his pal. He replies, two weeks. I ordered a foot-long sandwich from a takeout restaurant and asked the clerk to cut it into fourths. I'm sorry I can't, she said. I already cut it in half. A few weeks after the death of my father-in-law, I found my seven-year-old son crying in bed. His grandmother had died in the previous year, and he was taking it all very hard. You know, Kyle, I said, when we die, we'll get to see Grandma and Grandpa again in heaven. With, with tears spilling down his face, Kyle cried, That's easy for you to say. You don't have that long. And finally... My daughter loved the picture frame her five-year-old son bought her for Mother's Day. She found a photograph of him and replaced the cat photo that came with it. Landon became upset. Why are you putting a picture of me in there when I bought you a picture of a cat? Oh, and that's the end of the segment where we rip off Reader's Digest. Hello, the feature. You're welcome. Always bringing in the big guns. Let's compete for prizes. Okay. All right. Yes, good. So, who is A and who is B? Wait, who is it first? All right. Tyler is A. Nick is B. And they will be the first to be represented by you and I in this battle known as role play. All right. Uh, who is gonna be battling for who? Uh, I feel that I will represent Tyler. And I'm who? You are Nick. All right, Nick. We're gonna do this. All right. Why don't you describe this particular hilarious role play you have planned for us? All right. First Get to laugh loses. First to laugh loses. Phil is a piece of kinky Tupperware How, wanting I'm already the to Tupper- get stuffed. 
and uh, I'm of course the human that uh, has to fulfill his various needs. What are you stuffing in me? Uh, well, whatever your uh, tub-sized right. body can take. All right, well, let's just start this. Tyler, this is for you. Oh, man, I've got all this jam and sausage. and nowhere to put it. Let me just oh. play, uh, I'll just open up. I am so wet with condensation. Oh, Ooh, what are those fucking bells? Yeah, well, okay. Oh, what? It's June. Oh. Huh? What's this? Oh. That's a lovely piece of Tupperware. Oh. See? Oh, your hands are so warm. Is he? Is mm. he vibrating a little? Get your thumbs under my lip. Pull What's me up. This? Oh, All right. Oh, man. He's, he seems to be a bit moist. Oh, I don't... Despite Bite the weeks of baking soda. I am so wet for something to be in me. Has he got a bikini on? When did this happen? That's just fucking absurd. I'm not wearing anything. I just want naked hands all over me. Is he talking? Is German <laughs> Alright. Sorry, Tyler. One of a... I don't know. That's fucked up. That's fucked up that he had that. Wait till you hear the secret audio files, Tyler. <laughs> oh, I was going to put lipstick on you, make you a pretty don't... little Tupperware. What the shit balls? T- uh, Tupperware. No, we are two No, you're lost. Six. You're laughed. Right. You're lost. All right. Chime in, contact at waveofabsurdity.com if you found that to be a suitable role play. Owen has pitched that many times. Sorry, Tyler. Congratulations, Nick. You won out of chance. Chance? No, you're so no, you're so salty. He's been Not belittling salty. it over and over. He's wearing me down, and I don't feel that he put a hundred percent into that. Lateral thinking is the second so, challenge. I'm, I'm sorry, Tyler. Uh, that Phil didn't put a hundred percent into that. Jack P versus Thomas L. Who are you representing? Thomas. Thomas. All right, Jack. I assume that unless Owen is doing something weird that I just have to get this lateral thinking correct. And I'd like to point out, Jack, that uh, I was around while Owen selected it. Not that I heard it. I just heard him burst out. I think I have it recorded uh, in disgusting laughter over how silly it was. So we'll see how this goes. All right, lateral thinking, basically a stupidly absurd question with a stupidly absurd answer. And uh, the rule goes is when I finish reading the question, Phil has a minute. Um, is it a minute or was it 30 seconds? It's a minute. <laughs> it's a minute. <laughs> so, uh, it's 200 yeah. seconds. After I finish reading, Phil then has a minute to ask as many yes or no questions. And at the end of the minute, he has to give me an answer. If he succeeds in getting uh, getting it, we're getting you know pretty close. I'll, I'll give it to him, and uh, whoever he's representing will go through uh, there. So your time will start after I finish reading. <clears throat> a woman was being chased through the jungle by a tribe of cannibals. She has two gold bars in her possession. She approaches a rope bridge, which is over a deep ravine that she needs to cross to make her escape. She is aware that the rope bridge can only support a total weight of 150 pounds. She weighs 130 pounds. Each gold bar weighs 12 pounds each. 
She doesn't have time to take them across one by one and it's too far to throw them. She does not remove any item of clothing and the cannibals are getting closer. How did she escape with both gold bars? Does Uh, she cross the bridge? Yes. Only once? Correct. Yeah, yes. Is there a human that assists her at all? No. She doesn't have to double back at all? No. Does all the gold come across at once? Yes. Does she tie it to the bridge? No. Does she still leave one on the other side knowing that she'll be able to get it without crossing the bridge? Uh, no. Is the bridge instrumental in both gold pieces bars coming across? Okay, that's your final question. And, uh, yes. Well, yes. It, it comes with her. She... <laughs> She stays on the end of the bridge. If she's crossing, she's on the B side. She wants to get the A side. She stands on the B side while holding both blocks, cuts the rope, lets it, lets it fall so that she'll swing the rope, will boom, onto the A side and then climb up. I really do. Uh, is that what? your final answer? I should say. Yes. Yeah, well, you can't just go, I really do. You really do what? Is that your final answer? Yes. I really do like your train of thought there, but you're completely wrong. Fuck off. The answer is is that she juggles them across. Wait. (laughs) I made a mistake of drinking at that time. I could have sworn you said she juggled them across. <laughs> she did. So that what? At at no point was she experiencing more than 142 pounds? Exactly. What the fuck? <laughs> I like my way better. <laughs> okay. But no, I get the lateral thinking on that one. <laughs> Nick and Thomas. The final challenge to decide Nick versus Thomas who will win all these glorious prizes is narrowed down to this regardless of what we have said previous to now this will be decided with a very simple game a condensed version of wise and otherwise or guess the proverb if you will I have three proverbs here I am going to read them out Owen has to figure out which one I made up. There's three of them. It's that simple. If he gets it right, his avatar, the person he is championing, wins. If not, the person I am championing wins. Owen, who will you fight for? Well, as the winner of the previous two, um, I feel strong coming into this. Um, So I think... I'm going to try and carry Nick all the way through. Ra-ra-ree, kick him in the knee. Ra-ra-rick, kick him in the other knee. Nick, battled for by Owen. I'm just going to read. 
I'm just going to read the three out. Are you ready? And you're going for Thomas. Correct. Okay. First one. Anger, no matter how hot it is, can never cook yam. <laughs> Second one. You have to be careful to kill a fly that is perched on your scrotum. <laughs> if the throat can swallow a knife, the anus must find a way of expelling it. Those are the three. Would you mind repeating them all one time, please? Number one, anger, no matter how hot it is, can never cook yam. Number two, you have to be careful to kill a fly that is perched on your scrotum. Three, if the throat can swallow a knife, the anus must find a way of expelling it. What is yam? All right, so you feel it is number one, anger, no matter how hot it is, can never cook yam. But, but what is yam? Oh, sorry, I thought you were doing a, a Jeopardy kind of thing uh, yams <laughs> a food like a Thanksgiving yam it's a not meat? like a fruit no it's not a not a meat uh, let's get Google involved here because I don't want to Google anything because you'll go oh you're cheating yes 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 it's like it's not like jello it's an edible starchy tuber of a climbing plant the plant that yields the yam it's like potato a vegetable. Okay. Well, considering Phil didn't know what yam was, I don't think he would have uh, made that. Ha ha! Deduction. Ooh, nice. All right, so we come down to the scrotum and the knifey unus. The question is, which one sounds like Phil? Which one, indeed? I can understand the fly scrotum, you know, because you got to be careful. I actually, hit your Johnson. And, you know, your action can have a, a painful reaction to yourself or whatever to others, so be careful about what you do. Uh, the knife anus. Um, <laughs> it's quite deadly. I'm struggling to really think of any practical real-world uses for such a saying. Well, maybe it's not practical. You know, these are sayings. Could be metaphorical. Could be me defending myself. Could be me throwing you a red herring. I'm going to go and say that the yam is not Phil. Okay. The anus is Phil mm -hmm. and the scrotum is not Phil. So I'm going for anus. Knifey anus. <laughs> All right. I could be very well putting you on about not knowing about yam knowing full well that everything i say would be under scrutiny you could be but i don't think you're that smart <laughs> if the throat can swallow a knife the anus must find a way of expelling it that's your selection correct that is in fact a saying from africa <laughs> why are they swallowing knives they're not it's a metaphor if you know, don't don't chew what you can't swallow. And <laughs> just so you know, you have to be careful to kill a fly that is perched on your scrotum is a quote from Gahana. 
Gahana. From where? Gahana. G H A N A. Thus leaving one quote. Anger, no matter how hot it is, can never cook yam. Phil Skimbosh. I can't believe it! 2014. I can't believe it, Nick! I'm so sorry. Nick, you've been yammed. <laughs> you, you, you've yammed me. I've yammed Nick. I've yammed the system. Well, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't know what you should <laughs> say. I, I'm sorry, Nick. I really thought I had this one in the bag. Nick, but, uh, there's a scandal already. That, in fact is not something that Phil Skimbosh made up. It is, in fact, a quote from Nigeria. I did not make any of those quotes up. What? Watch this, Lise. You can actually pinpoint the second when his heart rips in half. And now. What? Thus throwing things into a tizzy. That's not part of the game. Ah. That's not ah. part of the game. You can't do that. Then how do we settle this, Owen? <laughs> what the- I know. What, what is this? <laughs> I'm, I'm making it interesting for us. What is this? Would you have a backup plan? What the fuck is this? The O'Neill Challenge. <laughs> Checkmate. So Phil loses by default. I could lose, or you could accept the O'Neill Challenge. <laughs> what the fuck is this? You could easily say, I cheated and win. You can do that. Or you can take the O'Neill challenge. The choice is yours. Make it now. Well, I don't see what the, <laughs> what the difference is. I, the choice is yours. There is no difference. <laughs> what the fuck? What is this? You throw me... Throw me I don't understand. What is your reasoning? You're a madman. The world's burning. I don't understand. Uh, what are you getting out of this? Uh, all right, look. What do you want? I want you... Uh, you know what I want. I'm going to give you one last option before I just glance the other way. Is this like podcast just been (laughs) a reason (laughs) to get me to do this? (laughs) Look, I'm going to look the other way in a second. I'll present it one more time. It's so unfair to Thomas. You, I'm sorry, Thomas. You have won. No, it's not unfair to Thomas. You, You have won if you accept that... But that wasn't the challenge. We had three challenges. Okay. All right. Well, then you won. You don't want to. You truly do not want to take the O'Neill challenge. That's so unfair to Thomas. Oh, I. I don't know, man. I don't know. I told this you. Is, this is sabotage. This is. I told I, you. Phil's in a position of power. Gonna, I should have I, heeded my own words. I told you that this was going to happen. I told you. <laughs> you happen. didn't. Well, Thomas, you are the winner by default. <laughs> No, wait, what? Thomas, you are the winner, fair and square. Why is Thomas the winner? Thomas, wait, why is this unfair to Thomas then? Oh, wait, you were for Nick. Uh, let's just announce the winner to solve all that confusion. But you, you fucked Thomas. It's not a fair game anymore. I don't know what to believe. So after Phil's horrendous scandal and after an ungodly amount of time debating on what we're going to do to make it fair for everyone, we've decided to settle this like proper gentlemen in a nice best of three friendly game of rock paper scissors we all know how rock paper scissors works 
I'm going to count down three, two, one, and then we're going to, you know, pick whatever we want. Uh, best of three. I'm going for Nick. Phil's going for Thomas. Yeah. Let's get this on. All right. Are you ready, Phil? Yep. All right. <laughs> three. This was part <laughs> of my plan. At its finest. Three, two, one, rock. Paper. What did you say? Paper. Okay, so Phil wins that one. Okay, this could be Thomas's big win. Big win. Sorry, Nick, but I will try. <clears throat> Three, two, one, rock! Paper. <laughs> Fucking shit. <laughs> All right. Double paper wins. <laughs> it has all built up to this. Cue the fanfare. Fireworks. Streamers. Dancing animals. Water spouts. Everywhere. Thomas L. You are the winner of the wave of absurdity. Prize extravaganza. <laughs> what a podcast. Quite a road. Quite a road we traveled. So all you have to do, Thomas L., is uh, email us saying that you listened to the podcast, you finally figured out what the hell is going on, and that you have, in fact, won the prizes. You have, uh, I don't know, a week or two from the recording? Probably a- uh, two weeks when this is uploaded to reply. If not, uh, then I guess Nick, Nick wins. Yeah, and so on and so forth. Uh, if Nick doesn't reply, then we'll have another battle between Tyler and Jack. So. I can't believe... You changed the rules. I didn't change the rules. I used the podcast as a means to an end for my own personal gain. Nothing wrong with that. I think everybody should never be in power. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, as listeners of the podcast know, we are kind of going on a hiatus for a little bit till we get our shit correct. So yeah, I need to get my shit correct. Totally. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. You will hear more of us, and unfortunately, more O'Neill. So, thank you, everybody, for all your emails. We really appreciate it. Uh, It's a lot of fun. Owen, would you like to take us out of here? (laughs) This has been a podcast. Indeed. Don't you forget about me, Jarfil. Fuck off, O'Neill. See everybody later. You'll be seeing a lot more of me in your dreams, laddie.